You probably heard the news. The feds are on board. The province was on board. The city was on board. It looked like, well, I mean, maybe it didn't look like, but Canada, or Edmonton at least, was in the running for hosting some World Cup games in 2026. Um, North America hosting the World Cup, Canada getting some games, uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Edmonton campaigning to host some of these games. Well, it didn't work. Edmontonians are putting a brave face on. Here's city manager Andre Corbold. I'm just super proud of our team. Like, they, they worked really hard. They did a fantastic job. We put everything we could possibly put forward in this bid. That's what we've done. I'm very proud of that. And uh, we, we host other events. We'll continue to host other events. I just have to tell you that the bid that we put on the table and the demonstration of support and cooperation that we had was outstanding. I don't know what else we could have done, and I'm 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 very proud of that work. And that's Ed- Explore Edmonton. CEO Tracy Bednard. So we're very proud of the work that we did, very proud of putting the bid forward. As I say, province was on board uh, with the funding. Now, there were some strings attached there and some people saying, hey, maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's went wrong. The feds were on board. Um, Ultimately, though, in the end, the decision was made. Edmonton would not host any of these games. They'll go to Vancouver and they'll go to Toronto. Much, much dismay. Uh, around here. So let's find out what that means. How big of a deal is it really? Obviously, it's it's disappointing as you're a soccer fan, but in terms of dollars and cents and economic impact and all the rest of that stuff, how big of a difference are we talking about? Dan Mason is a professor in the Faculty of Kinesiology, Sport and Recreation at the University of Alberta. Dan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. So, I mean, it's disappointing, right? It's disappointing as a community. It's, it, we were rejected, Dan. That's what it comes down to. Nobody likes rejection, right? Yeah, especially Edmontonians. I think that uh, in, in some ways we've sort of faced a few of these decisions over the years and uh, we're kind of wary of where we fit in, in the hierarchy of cities. And so it's just hard to take, you know, again, um, losing out to cities like Toronto and Vancouver. Especially when you take a look at Edmonton. Like you say, when it comes to soccer specifically, we've hosted some major events and knocked it out of the park. But when it comes to hosting these international sporting events, our reputation, our record's pretty good, right? We punch above our weight. Oh, absolutely. Way, way, way better. I think um, Edmontonians should be proud that they've got a group of people in, in place that are actively pursuing events of this nature, uh, various sizes, and they've had a lot of success. And Edmontonians should also be proud that they've shown that they can back these events, um, perhaps more so than other cities might have the same size. Um. When we take a look at what we lost out on, of course, the games, uh, that's part of it. But there's so many people that were talking about the economic impact. I saw one report yesterday talking about three quarters of a billion dollars. I don't know where that number comes from. How big of an economic hit do you think we're really taking by not being host to some of these games? Um, certainly, there's going to be a, a significant positive impact. But I think that those um, figures tend to be inflated a little bit because yeah. they're usually commissioned by people who are proponents of hosting the events. So... I think that you kind of have to take those with a grain of salt and and assume that there's you know there's going to be some positive economic impact because you've got people who will be coming to Edmonton who otherwise wouldn't be coming specifically to watch soccer, but at the same time you, you need to sort of realize that that these are numbers that are thrown out there to try and attract people's support. So I think that that's something you just need to be aware of. Um, it also depends on how much it costs to put on the, the event. If, sure. if you're if you're looking at a a hundred million dollar impact, and you're, you're, it costs you two hundred million dollars to put it on, and that's a that's a, a net loss when it comes to uh, money moving around in the economy. When we take a look at why Edmonton didn't get the games, I mean, there's a bunch of different reasons. There's people talking about the strings that were attached by the provincial funding. There's the infrastructure in terms of Commonwealth Stadium not necessarily up to snuff. 
Does it just boil down to, Dan, we're not Vancouver and Toronto? I think in many ways it does. I think that, you know, if you think about a hierarchy of cities in, in Canada and the world, Toronto and Vancouver are up there. Um, they're very livable cities. They're very um, visible cities outside of Canada. And so I think that, you know, Edmontonians should still be proud that we were in that conversation. But at the same time, when you, when you show those shots of Vancouver with the mountains and the water and, and, and uh, you know, Toronto with with its all its amenities, I think it's, it is difficult to compete. Um, having said that, I think that Edmonton would have put on a great show, and I think that in many respects, hosting the event would be more important to more to Edmontonians. So because it would be a bigger deal in a city like Edmonton because it doesn't have the same kinds of amenities that Vancouver and Toronto have. So it's a little disappointing in, in that sense. But um, at the same time, I don't think that um, we should be sad that we're losing a significant amount of money or anything like that. I just think it's probably more related to the intangible benefits of, of hosting the games and everything. And I think that soccer fans are probably, you know, they're not going to not watch the World Cup now that it's not being held in Edmonton. So, you know, it's it's still going to still gonna go on and soccer is still very popular in Edmonton and it's seen a surge, uh, you know, a surge in, in popularity. And I think that that momentum is still going to continue to grow. Where does dealing with FIFA fit into all of this? It has a reputation, Dan, as you well know. Um, is there any way really of knowing why they made the decision that they made? And there's all kinds of speculation around what, what they have on the go too. Well... FIFA's a, 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 a powerful organization, and they're also a very self-important organization, I think. And so I think that if there's, uh, you know, if, if FIFA felt out slighted at all in any way, I think that that could have come into to yep. play. But I think that, um, you know, that organization doesn't have a, an unblemished record for choosing sites to host games. Um, there's been corruption in that organization. So there's all kinds of decisions and choices that could be made behind the scenes right, that, that we don't even know about. Yeah, that we're completely out of the control of, of the bid process. So yeah, I think you, that's what was reflected in the comments made by uh, by Edmonton. You know, they, they felt very comfortable and confident in the bid that they put forward. And at a certain point, that's all you can really yeah. control. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting one. But as you say, the World Cup will go on. Good for Vancouver, good for Toronto, and a bunch of cities in the states and in mexico and and we'll still be uh watching closely here in edmonton appreciate your time dan oh no problem at all thanks for having me thank you that's dan mason who's a professor in the faculty of kinesiology sport and recreation at the university of alberta